Well, thank you for joining me for another episode of Enlightened Podcast. I'm excited about today's message. Uh, but before I get started, I would like to open up in a word of prayer. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for just this opportunity that I have to be able to brag on you uh, just a little bit. Father, I just ask you that you just be with the words that come out of my mouth. And uh, and, and I, I just ask you to just guide them, God, for everyone that's hearing that they will be able to be blessed and be able to get something to be able to uh, download load into their life, Father, that will be able to change their life and their life will never be the same in Jesus name. So the title of today's podcast is called Survival Guide. Um, it's really interesting because there's a few shows out there. Uh, most of them are older shows um, and I don't even think that they uh, make any more new episodes. But uh, but one of their survival shows is is called Survivor. And uh, and Survivor is just about these group of people that they end up going on to this uh, to this island and they're trying to figure out how to survive. And then you have the voting and all this kind of crazy stuff. But uh, but it's really interesting when when you get these groups of people together that have some knowledge about surviving uh, how some of them work together and some of them don't. There's another show, one of my favorites, is called Dual Survivor. And it's this one guy that uh, that he was a former Navy SEAL and then this other guy that uh, that rolls with him that is kind of like a natural person and, uh, and has survived in some of these natural habitats where they're cold or warm. And uh, it's really interesting. Their two philosophies on surviving, especially because they have to survive together. And a lot of times in that uh, in that show, they're put into a scenario. So maybe one of them um, has a broken leg or maybe one of them is sick or or so on and so forth. But uh, but it's just really interesting how they put their ideas together. Sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. But ultimately, it's a show and they survive in the end. But uh, there's many, many other um, shows that we can talk about. I remember during 9-11, um, there was a lot of people that were coming out with uh, with kind of like backpacks or packs or uh, survival tips in a situation that uh, that or, or um, 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 tips uh, to be able to survive in a situation like 9-11 or if there was an attack on America. So that's something that people really, really um, seek to learn about as far as uh, being able to survive. And, uh, and if you just think about your own life, you have some ups and downs. And uh, and there's times when you have to think to yourself, man, how am I going to survive through this? You know, maybe uh, you're not able to pay your pay your bills. You know, maybe there's a sickness in your family. Maybe there's a death. You know, maybe there's a situation to where you lost your job, you know, and you're just really thinking, man, how can I survive through this? Um, well, the Bible has all the answers, of course, but there's one um, particular uh, uh, scripture that I just wanted to read that the Lord really ministered to me this morning. And, uh, and I just felt like I just needed to share it. So it comes out of Colossians this is Colossians two, um, verse six, we're going to start there. It says, therefore, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him rooted and built up in him and established in the faith just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. And then the next verse that it says, it says, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elementary spirits of the world and not according to Christ. Um, it's just interesting because when I read this, it it just brought back those memories of, uh, of all those survivor shows that I was uh, talking to you about. You know, some people had some really good ideas. Some people had some really bad ideas. But um, but ultimately, like I said, it was a show and it worked out in the end um, for 
for a show like Survivor, it didn't work out for everyone in the end, but it worked out for that one person in the end to be able to win that prize on that other show, Dual Survivor. It ended up working at the end because ultimately they were showing us how to survive in those situations. But in real life, man, it's totally different. You're not voting people on and off an island and uh, and it doesn't always work out in the end. But I promise you with Jesus, no matter what you're going through, it's going to work out for your good in the end, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter what it smells like, tastes like, or any of those other the likes that you can think of, it's going to work out for your good because that's what the Bible says. But this scripture here is really interesting because Paul is writing to this church Corinthians uh, or this church in Colossae and he says therefore you receive Christ Jesus the Lord so walk in him so to survive uh, one tip that I can give you um, or point number one I should say is is in your survival guide is that you have to walk in Christ what does that mean you have to imitate him so whatever Jesus did you do if he prayed for people pray for people if he was joy if he had joy you have joy if he had peace you have peace you know whatever it was that Jesus did or whatever it was that you've read about that Jesus did. Imitate him. Walk in Christ. Be just like him. I know it's easier said than done, but even Jesus said, hey, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. You know, even the Bible talks about how there's no temptation that came upon you that Jesus didn't um, overcome. And even if you go through a temptation, the Bible says that he gives you the way out. So yes, it's easier said than done, but it's also just like how I said, easier said, you know, or easier, easier done than said sometimes you know, but, um, but ultimately walk as Jesus walked. I would say that's the, that's the, one of the best or first advice that I can give you is do what Jesus, do what Jesus said, do what Jesus has done, walk as he walked. And I promise you, no matter what you're going through, it's going to be better. It's going to, you're going to start getting momentum in your life. You're going to start thinking about things differently. I mean, if you think about Jesus's life, you know, he had some ups and downs just like any of us, you know, he had temptations that came to him. He had his issues with people. Um, how many people can say they have issues with people? I, I, I say it all the time. If I didn't have people around me or if I didn't have to deal with people, I would never have any problems other than with myself. But um, but even that internal battle, I mean, think about it. Jesus was in the, in the garden and he was praying to the father and he was saying, man, father, if there's any other way that you can uh, that you can make this happen or take this cup away, please let it be done. But not my will, let your will be done. I mean, we need to have that in our lives that, that even when the going gets tough, you know, we keep going and we say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Because ultimately we know the will of the father is the best will and it's better than any will that we can ever come from. So number one, walk as Jesus walked, imitate Jesus. That next part of that verse says, verse seven, it says rooted and built up in him and established in faith. I mean, the second thing that I would say is, is build yourself up in Christ. You know, what does that mean? It means whatever he said about you, you say that about yourself. So he said, you are the righteousness of him. You are great. Uh, you have peace. Um, you have joy. Uh, you are beautiful. You're handsome. If you're a man. Um, you know, you're the best. I've created you perfect. I didn't make a mistake with you. Um, even as I'm even as I'm recording this video, I really feel like some people are listening to it saying that, man, I was a mistake. You know, maybe those words were spoken over you. And you know what? You can't do nothing about the words that are spoken over you. But what you can do is not receive those words that were spoken over you. I know that that uh, that 
the Bible says certain things. And even if you if you walk in, a, in, in certain ways in ministry, you know, it's about, you know, breaking these curses and stuff like that. These word curses, those are true. But ultimately, what you need to do is just not receive whatever has been spoken to you that it doesn't line up with the word of God. If someone has spoken something to you that doesn't align up with the word of God, don't receive it. So if someone said that that you're a mistake, if someone said that you're not worthy, if someone said that you're dumb, stupid, ugly, retarded, that's not what the Bible says. And that's definitely not what Jesus has said about you. So just don't receive those things. If you don't receive those things, then those things won't be able to affect you. And if you have received them, what I mean, receive them, if you've taken them on and believe those things, then reject them and say, Lord, I give these things back to you. And I give these things back to whoever has sent it to me and I don't receive them anymore. And I promise you, peace will start coming out in your body because that's ultimately what we need to survive. I mean, in this world, this world is a is a crazy bad place sometimes and there's a lot of wolves out there especially wolves in sheep's clothing and they'll tell you anything that you want to hear to get you to do whatever they want you to get get you to do and ultimately what we need to do is do whatever the lord has told us to do not that we don't need to listen to anyone else because the lord speaks through other people but what we need to do is get into his word read his word and read this love letter and all the words that he spoke over us and and reject all the words that everyone else spoke to us if they don't if they don't line up to the word of god then i promise you once again if you're going through a situation things will start getting better and you'll have some momentum in your life the, the scripture goes on to say, establish in faith. Um, you need to establish your faith in what? In Christ. What does that mean? Is that you trust him, you have faith in him, and you believe everything he said and everything he said that he was going to do and everything said everything he said that he was going to do through your life. You need to believe that and receive that and don't, then, and don't look at anything else. You know, the Bible is very clear. It's funny because uh, the, uh, uh, the Bible says that, that God God looks upon a man's heart. He doesn't look on the outside of a man. Why? Because the things on the outside can blind you from what is actually happening on the inside. I understand that 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 this is a world and there's things that are obviously happening around us. But the thing is that God can work in the non-obvious, you know, and, and there's that's the spiritual realm. That's the realm that we can't see with our natural eyes that we have to see with our spiritual eyes. So you need to build your faith up in him because because in him is truth. What you see with your eyes could be a lie. And what you see with your eyes is often a lie. You know, if you can't pay your bills, the Bible says that he's going to he's gonna um, uh, make a way where there's no other way. It says that he's going to give you all the desires of your heart. He's even going to give you all the things that you need. So if it feels like you can't pay your bills and you've been doing the right thing and you're believing and trusting the Lord, I promise you the Lord is going to help you pay those bills. You know, if if you've lost your job, it says that, that he's, uh, he's going to be there to take care of you. And he and once again, he's going to provide for all of your needs. So even if you've lost your job, that's fine because God has a better job for you. You know, if you've lost a relationship, the same thing, no matter what's going on in your life, the Lord says that he has a better way and there's a better plan for you. So as long as you're on the right road and you're on the road that he's called you to be on, no matter what turmoil or bumps or hills or whatever is, is going on in your life is all going to work out in the end. And that's why we have to build our faith up in him because he can see the end from the beginning. Think about it. All we can see is what we can see and what we perceive to see. 
you know, we actually don't know what's actually going to happen at the end. We can have all these predictors and, ha- and solve all these math problems. But when it comes right down to it, only the father knows, only Jesus knows, only his spirit knows what's actually going to happen in the end of whatever you're doing. So build your faith up in him. So number one, you know, root yourself in Christ. Number two, build yourself up in Christ. Number three, establish your faith in Christ. And number four, it says, um, the last part of that verse says, just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving. So you need to abound yourself in thanksgiving. I looked at the word abound and, and abound is defined as exist in large numbers or amounts. So you need to you need to have in large amounts, you need to have innumerable amounts of thanksgiving in Christ. Why? Because he's perfect. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Lord of lords. He's the king of kings. He's the savior. You know, he is the righteousness of God. Do you understand what that means? That that he's the righteousness of God? That means his, God's actual righteousness is in Jesus and is actually Jesus. And the amen. You know, if, if you receive that word today, I just I just say that that you can just scream to the to the top of your lungs. Jesus. So you can scream and you can say Jesus and you and you can scream. And you can say, I love you. and You can say thank you, you know, because of all the things that that he's probably done in your life. Like I know each and every one of you that are hearing the sound of my voice that the Lord has actually done something for you or he's currently doing something for you. And uh, and you can be thankful for that. Why? Because he will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. It says that he is actually love, you know, so no matter what kind of love you've ever experienced, if you've if you've ever experienced the love of Christ, that's the best and, and greatest love that you can ever experience. So the thing is that those are the things that you can abound yourself in, in, in thanksgiving for Christ, not just for the things that he's done for you, but just who he is in you and for you and always will be around you. And uh, and you can thank the father for that. So number one, you know, uh, uh, walk in Christ, imitate him. Um, you know, if you do that, uh, things will start, uh, you'll start getting some momentum in your life. Things will start turning around. If you, then number two, it says build yourself up in Christ. You know, you need to build yourself on the words that he's given you, that he's spoken over you and not the words that the other people have spoken over you. You know, uh, let's not get into that trap. Number three, establish your faith in Christ. Uh, don't establish your faith in the things that you can see. Establish your faith in who Christ is and what he's spoken over your life and the direction that he's told you to be. And finally, abound in thanksgiving. Um, you know, just be thankful for everything that he's done for you, everything he's doing for you, and everything he will do for you. A lot of times we're we're ungrateful Christians. We just expect these things. And that's great. You know, the Bible talks about being in a, in a place of expectation, but sometimes it can be in a place of, of being... Um, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Ungrateful, you know, instead of being in expectation, you know, we just expect Lord, you know, do this or do that. I mean, he's not a genie. The thing is that he's the Lord of Lords. He's the King of Kings. It says what he's going to do for you. It says all it says that it was that we have to receive it and we have to live right and do the right thing and, and live and be according to his will. 
you know, so uh, so those are the things that we can just be thankful for instead of being ungrateful and actually thank him. Say out of your mouth, thank you. Even now, just stop for a moment and say, thank you, Father, for all the things that you've done in my life. Thank you for for blessing me, keeping me safe and keeping me healthy and whole. You know, thank you for providing for my family, for helping me have a good job, for helping me have a stable job. And if I'm looking for a job, thank you that there's a job out there for me that that is just waiting for me, that's being prepared for me. You know, you can say these things and you can believe these things in your heart. And I promise you this survival guide that I just gave you, you'll never be the same. Because just like that end of that verse, verse or, or the next verse, it says, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit. What is he saying there? He's saying that uh, that, that people are going to try to tell you all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, don't believe those things. He's saying, according to the human traditions, it's like, according to what they've always done, you know, how many times have we just done things because we've always done them that way, you know, or even our parents have always done them that way. So we do them that way. You know, we raise our kids the way our parents raised us. That's great. You know, but sometimes, you know, you have to make some changes and you have to make a difference. You know, um, the only way that change can happen is if you make a change, you know, you can't do the same thing and expect something different to happen. That's called insanity. You know, uh, the next part of it says, according to the elementary spirits of the world and not according to Christ, you know, he's saying ultimate, ultimately you have all these elementary spirits or all these weak spirits, these lowly spirits, all these things that people are putting their trust in instead of Christ. Ultimately, if you put yourself, if you put your trust in Christ, if you put your faith in Christ, if you, if you root yourself in Christ and you give Christ thanks, I promise you, your life will never be the same in Jesus name. I, I hope this message has blessed you. Um, if you like it, please like it. If, if, if also if you liked it and you feel like it needs to bless someone else, please share it. Um, check out all the information on this blog with, um, with, um, the email addresses and, uh, and the websites. And, uh, and you know, if you like it, please subscribe. And, uh, and I thank you very much. It's an honor for me, for any one of you that, uh, that ever listens to any one of these videos. But, um, but if you can leave some comments, email me, hit me up. Um, I have a uh, Twitter, um, as well as my personal Facebook page. But um, but thank you once again. I'm going to close in prayer. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for just this opportunity that, uh, that I have to be able to just brag on you a little bit, this survival plan that you gave me, that, uh, that you're giving all of us, Father, in the name of Jesus. I just ask you to bless each and every person and, uh, and just touch their lives, God, in a special way. And we just come against any attack from the enemy. And uh, we just pray your peace and your love and your joy over each and every one of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Peace.